Today we're going to be talking about specialized agencies versus, you know, normal agencies, if you will. Big, small, doesn't matter what size. Welcome to the Glint Standard. The only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. Welcome back to the Glint Standard. I'm Craig. This is Ryan. Um, today we're going to be talking about the uh, the difference between a specialized agency mm-hmm. and um, your typical agency, how people typically think of agencies. Right. You know, there are a lot of different realms, digital agencies, social agencies, traditional agencies. More of like a multiple market agency. Yeah, type of, type of work agencies if you want to define it that way. But right. it's just take agency in general, right? <clears throat> As they, you know, break that down into types of clientele or industry. Mm-hmm. There are many agencies, very successful agencies, that go, hey, I'm only going to work in healthcare. Hey, we're only going to work in retirement. You know, we're going to only you know, work on cars, auto manufacturers, or dealerships, if you will. The reason for that is you get a lot of really deep industry knowledge. You should, right? Yeah. Um, we have credit union clients. Uh, their, their, their clients are called members. You have to know that, right? Um, if not, that could be a really big problem. So being specialized helps you with those um, nuances, if you will, right? The, the challenge that can come with that is oftentimes um, you can go into a very cookie-cutter type program, right? I'm not saying this generally for, you know, every specialized agency, but when, when, when things get hard, and they do, yeah. um, as an agency, and you've got to come up with ideas, that's what we get paid for, and it's really fun, it's really hard too, especially when you've done a lot. I, th- I think you get caught up in the um, "if it ain't broke, don't fix it" kind of thing. Well, it's worked for this client. It'll work so, for you yeah. too. You, yeah, you've seen absolutely. Success, yeah, so absolutely. Like, we can roll this out. And, and scale you, you kind of should a little bit, right? But I think that starts to kill innovation at that point. It does absolutely. Yeah, it's whether that's the look of the creative, right, and the feel of the creative, or is it the strategy of how we roll it out. Mm-hmm. Are we doing digital campaigns? Are we doing billboards? What, what are we doing, right? And is that systematic across the board? And maybe it is. And if you have one client in one market, say the Dallas-Fort Worth market where we are, or you got one in New York, and you've got one up in Colorado, for the most part, those, the, the approach to those markets might be the same with a few nuances to it that have to adjust based on that locale, if you will. It's a great model. You make great money at it. And once you've kind of formulated the plan and you can build success on it, you know, you're not recreating the wheel every time. There is something to be said about um, as you begin to scale that, right, and start to look at massive amounts of markets all at the same time, Mm -hmm. you're able to make more decisive changes and, um, and, and looking at the metrics, being able to make analysis changes, right? So you're going, hey, 80% of our clients within higher education, let's say, if that's where you focus, right? right. Um, 80% of our clients within the higher education, which is our clientele, um, have seen this trend in the last three months. We know that that's a, a very, very real thing for Huge them. advantage, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. So, so it allows them to then make and roll out changes industry-wide almost at that point. Yeah, it does. Um, however, I'll challenge you with, uh, we don't specialize. I mean, we, we have experience in, golly, over 30 different industries, right? And, you know, there are certain segments of industries that we focus on, for sure. Every business probably should. Otherwise, you're, you are kind of recreating a wheel every single time, and it's hard to build a business that way. Absolutely. 
But the nuances of marketing, Marketing 101, tell us that if you look at your audience, you look at your demographic, what are your offers, so on and so forth, Mm -hmm. no matter what the industry is, you can still apply those tactics and make that work. And going with somebody who maybe doesn't have as much experience, or none maybe, is going to give you a completely different perspective that could really move the needle for you that has in the past and you're in as a client you, you're in the industry you know what those nuances are right you probably should right. that's where collaboration comes in and you work together to solve the problem right um, it's comfortable for some clients to do that right to, to go outside the box a little bit and go well uh, you don't have a lot of in, a lot of experience here so why should we go with you and we can tell you the same old story you know and and convince you because that's what we do why we are the better choice here right at the end of the day, well, if they don't have experience in this company does, we like their work, we like what they had to say, they've done a good job for these, there's money on the line. It's easy to go, yeah, let's go with them, have them move the needle for us. Maybe we'll go back and revisit that other agency doesn't have as much experience when we feel like things are getting stagnant. Yeah, it becomes stale and so. It's always dollars. Dollars is what makes a decision, right? And and I think that's um, one of the points you kind of touched on just a minute ago was that when you do have those different industries, I mean, uh, a way a way uh, a credit union targets its uh, potential new members, right? Mm-hmm. It's very different than a municipality, right? Uh, uh, for sure. But um, knowing the channels and knowing the avenues and knowing the strategies that work for for this particular industry can then be translated over here, and having a good understanding of them and and shifting and focusing that. Um, specific to the industry. Yeah, and that's a good point. Um, if you're working on one clientele and you're usually working on maybe four or five different types of business, mm-hmm. if you will, we do. As you work on this, you know what? If we apply that over here with this client, totally different industry, but nobody's doing this. Yeah. We probably would have never thought of it in that moment, right? right? And that's when you go, we, we, we really need to push it. That's where innovation comes into play. Or Absolutely. have you tried this tactic before? Let's, let's go down that path and see how it works, right? Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the biggest advantages that you have at a multi-market agency at that point. The thinking is going to be very, different. Uh, very unique to each situation. Mm-hmm. Fundamentals of marketing and advertising branding will be applied. They should be applied from every agency, always. right? That and should always be there. Time. So been- it's what happens after that, right? right? And... Do they only know digital? Do they only know traditional on top of it, right? If they only know this, it's uh, maybe you are in the auto industry, but specifically now, I think Carvana is a really interesting thing to me. I've never bought anything. I don't know why that comes up, but I loved kind of the vending machine where you can go buy a car. I love the idea of that. Because it's, it's so different. Very different. The way you approach that is going to be very different probably than what a typical industry focused on auto um, agency is going to think about it. See, so they may not be the best choice there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are. I don't know. But I, I think when things like that start to change, that that's when really cool stuff happens. Oh, yeah. And industries start to change. And the, the ROI does typically show that. But who goes first, right? Mm-hmm. When you're putting tons of money into marketing yeah. and there's already risk, you always want to mitigate the risk. As a, as a owner of a business, you go, whew, I'm going to spend a lot of money. What's going to give me the best chance to get a return on investment? Do I care how big it is as long as it's there? Right. And going safe route will get your return. And going more of a risky route will get you probably the same return or higher at least. But branding-wise, it really starts to set you apart. The odds of you 
not getting any return, probably not going to happen realistically. So you take a chance of really getting more than expected, mm. and at a minimum, getting what you probably would have got anyway, right? Right. Yeah, um, I, I think uh, there's definitely a lot of advantages and disadvantages that I see in both. Yeah, and they both work. They're both profitable. They're great models, right? So if, if you were, um, say you weren't in the agency side right now and you were more brand side, mm -hmm. you were a okay. director of marketing, um, would you, how, how would you go about seeking out and thinking through this versus that? Like, how would, how would you tip this? Yeah, up? so here's, here, here's typically how that falls. If I were in that role, here's things you think about, right? I've got, I've got appeal to leadership. Mm -hmm. They've tasked me to do things. Um, there's a lot of political and internal struggle, typically in corporate entities, if you will. That's part of the game. You have to manage that. You could do the best thing in the world and create um, returns better than have ever been done and still not be accepted or approved because of whatever reason. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it works. So as a marketing director, you're not just trying to push the needle and do the best marketing in the world. You're managing um, finance. You're managing CEOs. Um, top executives, um, employees. I mean, that, that's your day. You're, you're kind of running a business, right? Right. And when things don't work, guess where they're coming? They're coming to you. Yeah. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> so there's a lot more to it, and there is in, in any, any realm, right? Um, if you, if you're, knowing what you want should help mm -hmm. you determine what kind of agencies to go after. Because at the end of the day, honestly, if you're doing an RFP, don't waste an agency's time just so you have 10 people filling it out. If you know they're not going to be a good fit for you, just say it and be honest with it. Right. it it's good for everybody, you know? So um, yeah, as a marketing director, how do you decide? Um, it depends how much freedom you have, autonomy you have, what your goals are. And if you were hired to achieve, you should have the freedom to do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. That's rare to find anymore. It's, there's a lot of people have a lot of opinion about things, right? Gotcha. So. Appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a, it, there, there's a lot to this industry. That's just one <laughs> thing. If you, if you have any additional questions, feel free to uh, email us. Uh, drop us a line. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, put, put a comment down there for us. Uh, we'll return uh, those uh, comments as well. And if there's a, something you want to know about, just get a few different opinions on it. Just uh, reach out to us. Let us know. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Glint Standard, featuring Glint Advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.